Today I'm going to be sharing with you four ways to make your devotions irresistibly interesting. If that's something you want to do, then you came to the right video. Have you ever had an experience where you know that you should be studying the Bible, but you just don't really feel compelled to do that? It's kind of hard to look forward to your devotions because when you do open the Bible, you don't really understand what it's saying, or you're going over the same stories again, or maybe you're just not really finding much relevance in your life or how it really applies to you and your current struggles and your challenges and the decisions you're facing. And sometimes it could be a little embarrassing because you know that you should be interested in the Bible, but you're just not as interested as you'd like to be. I, I know what that's like, and, and I've, I've had my fair shares of studying, the, like opening the Bible and trying to understand what it's saying and then, and then struggling to, to find the meaning that I could apply to my life today. Um, but, you know, I, I found these four ways that have changed everything for me. And since then, I've been on a mission to be able to train other young people how they can have, they can reclaim their personal devotions. And so I'm going to be sharing with you what I've been teaching in missionary training schools for the last five years, what I've been sharing with my students. I've never shared this um, publicly before, but here I'm going to be sharing with you these four secrets. And... Um, but first of all, I want to introduce myself. My name is Enoch Leffingwell, and I love helping young people to identify their, their talents and their unique skills and to be able to dedicate them to the Lord's service. With the Army of Youth, our vision is we see a world where never again does a young person lead an aimless life. Never again does a youth not know their true purpose and they're following it. And we're not going to stop until that happens. So... Um, this is the daily live video number 21. Praise the Lord. Now we're going to get into these four tips, four secrets that I have to share with you. Number one is don't just study the Bible. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Don't just read the Bible, study the Bible. Now, the Bible is not meant to be just a novel. It's not like the other books that we would read in school. Like, I remember when I first opened the Bible, I went straight to Genesis and I was thinking, oh, I'm going to read it from cover to cover, from Genesis to Revelation. And, and I start reading and I'm like, oh, these stories are interesting. This is good. And I go through Exodus. I'm like, this is pretty good. I go through Leviticus and I'm like, oh, all this stuff about this person begot, that person begot, this person, and the weight of the the bowls were 25 shekels and, and you're just going through this and you're like, oh man, I, I don't really know what's going on. And, and for me, the first time I opened the Bible, when I was 16 years old, when I really started to, to get into it, I've only read a total of six books in my life. And so the Bible was something new to be able to take this on. I wasn't in the habit of reading. It was kind of hard for me to, to understand. And it was, and when I read it, it was kind of frustrating because I didn't really get what I was reading. And I'm telling you, when I got to Leviticus, it was hard. And I ended up giving up and just saying, man, what do I do? But what I found is that um, John 6, Jesus said, the, the words I speak into you, they are spirit and they are life. So the word of God is living. 
We meaning we can actually just like I'm alive and you're alive and I'm talking to you and we're having a conversation, we can have a conversation with the word of God and God will speak back to you. Yes, you can speak to God through prayer. You can ask him questions and he will give you answers in his word. That's why the Bible is called the word of God. Because God actually has words to share with you. It's his love letter written personally to you as though there was not another sinner on earth who needed a savior. How romantic and beautiful is that? So that's one thing I would like to suggest. And another thing, just keep in mind that to read a stipulated amount every single day it, or to just get through a st- predetermined amount of chapters each day, like read the Bible in a year or read the Bible in six-month plans, that that encourages this hasty reading, this shallow surface knowledge of, of the scriptures. And, and Proverbs chapter 3 says that we should search for the truth as for hid treasures. I don't know about you, but I don't remember the last time I walked down the street and tripped over a ore of gold, but usually the precious stones are found deep into the earth so we got to take our shaft and we got to strike deep into the mind of truth that's how we need to be studied so there's a difference between reading the bible and studying the bible and one of the reasons why you might not be as interested is because you're just surface reading the scriptures when if you would study the bible then it would make a drastic difference second timothy chapter 2 15 says, study to show thyself approved. A workman, see, it takes work. A workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So the way that God wants us to divide or open the word of God is by studying. Have you ever thought of that? There is a difference. So tip number two, when you study, study what is relevant. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, be intentional with your devotions. You have real questions. You have specific challenges you're going through. There are very unique character defects or traits that you're trying to overcome that are unique to you as an individual. You have questions that you don't have answers for. You're faced with these decisions, major decisions in life that are going to determine your destiny, that are going to determine your life, and that's going to affect other people that are depending on you or influenced by you. And you need direction from God in order to make the right decision. Because I'm telling you now, the safest and happiest place we could ever be is in the will of God. We want to make sure that our decisions are in harmony with God's will. So how are we going to know that? Well, we got to open the expressed will of God, which is written in His Word. So when you study what is relevant, it becomes easier to be motivated to open the word of God because you're you're because what you're reading and studying is actually preparing you for the day's duty it's actually acquainting yourself with God's will his plan for your life so that you're like wait a second I need these devotions it's not just something I have to do it's something I get to do like I get to have a conversation with the infinite wisdom and mind that created all things like my finite mind does not have what it takes to 
to go throughout the day and make the right decisions and do the right things and say the right things. It's, I just mess up left and right. I need God in order to spread light on my path to show me how I can live without fumbling around like I did the first 16 years of my life. I wish I had learned what I'm sharing with you sooner. I wish I had given my heart to Christ when I was younger than 16. Just friends, if you haven't made that full surrender, start now. Today is the best day to give your heart to Jesus. Now, when you're studying what's relevant, the Bible, your, your studies become so irresistible, you just can't wait to get back to your studies in the morning. Now, there's a difference between precious truth and present truth. There are many precious truths in the Word of God, but it is present truth that the flock needs today. Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 12, Peter said, Wherefore, I would not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though you know them, and be established in the present truth. So there is a truth for this time in every generation that special light is given. And when you're studying what is relevant, when you're studying the present truth, that is going to be far more valuable than just like some random chapter, some random story, or some random um, subject without really any definite aim or intention. You get to be intentional with your devotions. I mean, really think about this. When you go to heaven, I want you to think, who is someone you look forward to meeting? For me, I look forward to meeting Solomon. I love Solomon. Or, hey, even better, Enoch. In the Bible, the man I was named after, the longest, the oldest man who never died, his son Methuselah was the oldest man that ever died. He was 969, but Enoch didn't die. He was the oldest man who never died. I want to talk to him. He walked with God. I want to walk with God. And I look forward to just talking to him about what it was like before the flood. So think, if you had the opportunity to speak with someone who is so holy, so, so knowledgeable, and of great wisdom in spiritual things, do you think that if you had an appointment with that individual, that you were just going to sit around and just allow, like, just shoot the breeze and just allow things to haphazardly happen with the conversation, just see where it goes and just... Or are you going to be like, let me write down some questions and I'm going to come prepared. I'm going to go reporter style and be like, hey, what happened with Cain? Why was he doing that? Or, you know, this the city of Enoch, that, uh, that wicked city that Cain established, it's like, were you named after that? Or like, what happened with that? Uh, you're you're going to ask some like maybe some specific questions. Your devotions is a conversation with the monarch of the universe. You get to ask any question that you want to a loving God, your heavenly father, your mentor, your friend, your counselor. When you are in need of encour encouragement, when you're discouraged or depressed or prone for weakness, he is the one person who can do something about it. He's the one person who can who can show you answers that will change your life for eternity. Every morning, you have the opportunity. You have a scheduled appointment with the most important person of the universe. 
and he's ready to commune with you, friends. Are you valuing that time? I'm telling you, be intentional with your devotions. It will change everything. You'll start to find answers for your questions. You'll start strengthening the, the traits of character that you need. Your weakest points will become your strongest fortifications. Your, the answers to your questions will be more prominent. You'll be ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks you. Everything will be different when you study what's relevant. Like for me, when I sin and I'm tempted to be discouraged and when I make a mistake and, and I'm just like, oh man, and I, and I just, I know that I shouldn't have done something, but I did it anyways. And, and now I'm just like, this guilt is just heavy, crushing me, just like this weight on my back. I'm thinking, okay, um, I need to go study what's relevant. I, I, I need a repentance I, from God. I, I need prayer. I need to go seek him. So what do I do? You're going you're gonna to find me digging into Steps of Christ, the chapter on repentance. No ma that is like the most read chapter I have read in that entire book. And I've read that book over and over and over. I love it. Every time I read it, I learn something new. That's how precious the word of God is. But that chapter on repentance, I'm telling you, that is a precious, precious pre uh, chapter, just loaded with Bible verses, loaded with, with promises and words of encouragement from our Savior to explain how the repentance and confession process works. I just can't get enough of that. So if you want assurance of sins, go study, grab the book, Steps to Christ, and read the chapter on repentance. Me, again, I don't feel like it, it needs to be studied like a novel. I'll go straight to the chapter, exactly what I need, and I'll study what's relevant, and that's where I really enjoy uh, my devotions. Also, like I have this goal. My goal was to go live on Facebook every day for 21 days, and I've never gone live longer than four days in a row. This has been a desire of mine for over a year. I've had semi-daily vlogs, but never really consistent in in going live. I'm I was like terrified of speaking to the camera. This lens it, it felt uncomfortable, and I I could speak to audiences. I could have one-on-one -on -one conversations. I could I could do other things, and a camera could be recording. That's fine. But speaking to you through a camera that was so uncomfortable for me that I but I knew in order for me to have a better impact and a greater reach to be able to affect your life more personally, I need to overcome my fear, my insecurities, and my uncomfort, and I need to go live. So I started setting that goal, but I knew that I'm, I'm terrible at setting goals, so what do I do? I go to the Word of God, and I'm studying about goal setting. What does God say about setting goals and how to do this? And I began to realize that we that there are stepping stones. There, first the blade, then the ear, afterwards the full corner of the ear. That if I'm faithful in that which is least, I'll be faithful also much. So what I do is I'm like, oh, I'm, I need to start with a seven-day goal. Instead of thinking every day for indefinitely, that boggles my mind, and I've never really done that longer than four days. That's going to overwhelm me. So then I'm like, okay, first goal, seven videos in seven days. Let's go. And we reached the goal. Thank you so much for watching. Thank, for those who've been joining ever since the beginning, wow, praise the Lord. I'm so glad to have you as part of this journey and this family. And, and I pray that these videos have been an encouragement 
and inspiration in your walk with God to be able to dedicate yourself and understand more of your purpose and calling and to bring you closer to God. And then after I got to seven days, what was my next goal? 14 days. And after that, it was 21 days. So now that I have 21 days, I have a new goal. My goal, here it is. 60 days of live videos. 60 videos, 60 days. Can we make it happen? I believe so. One video at a time. And by studying what the Word of God says on the goals, I've been able to exceed the goals that I'm setting. And I praise the Lord because I, I care about you so much. You don't realize how much I want you, your soul to flourish. I want your life to grow and to succeed. And I want to give you everything that I possibly can to point you to Christ, the one who is going to make the success of all things in, in your life and who has a plan for you, a purpose for you, that when you follow that plan, there's no greater joy. You can experience a peace that passeth understanding that the world cannot offer. This is what I want for you, friends. And this is why I choose to go live every day, even if it feels uncomfortable to me. So that's number two. Study what is relevant. It's a game changer. I mean, you just got to do it. Um, and before I go into number three, I just want to say, if you don't know how to study what's relevant, go to directionfromgod.com because we're putting together a program called Direction From God Program where we're teaching you step by step how to strengthen your devotions, how to find things that are relevant, how to understand your life purpose, overcome bad habits, and to be able to share your faith with other people. We're, gonna, we're just going to give it all to you on this monthly program, and you will not want to miss this. If you're struggling right now in any of those areas that I mentioned, you need to go to directionfromgod.com. You can't wait. You can't afford to miss out on these messages. So go there right after this video. Not now, but after the video. I'll give the link in the description. So tip number three. Secret number three for having your devotions irresistibly interesting. This is what you need to do. Luke 14, verse 28, Jesus talks about which man of you, when he intends to build this tower, he doesn't sit down first to count the cost, to see whether he has sufficient funds to build it, lest he start to build this tower, and he's not able to finish what he's building, and then everybody else sees this half-built tower and starts laughing at you and making fun of you. So this principle of planning you need to have a plan. You need to sit down. You need to count the costs. You need to map it out. You need to recognize what this is going to be. Again, if you're going to speak to the monarch of the universe, you better have some questions prepared to, to present to him if he's going to answer your questions. The book of James says, you have not because you ask not. Maybe one of the reasons why your devotions are not as interesting as they could be is because you're not asking God the right questions. So what we're going to do right now to fix this is I want you to grab a page, whether that's on a physical journal or on a note-taking app. I personally like to use Google Docs, and I, I have my personal encyclopedia on 
um, Google Drive. And if you don't know what a personal encyclopedia is, go watch the last message that I did. It was called five life-changing journals that you'll wish that you started sooner rather than later. I go into more detail on the personal encyclopedia. This is the number one page. First page of this personal encyclopedia. It's a page that I entitle things to study. This is your things to study page. And what you're going to do in this page is you're going to write you're going to answer these questions. What are the what are the habits that I need to strengthen. Maybe I'm impatient. Like for me, I realize that I lack enthusiasm. Sometimes I can be talking and it sounds dull and boring. And so I need, I, I wrote down, I need to understand, I need to study the enthusiasm of Paul, of Jesus, of the prophets. And I need to know what does the word of God say about enthusiasm? So that's on my things to study list. And as I'm studying that, it's been helpful. As I listen to these videos, I think I'm doing good. But then when I listen to it, I'm like, oh, that's what I sound like. I'm like, oh no. How many of you listen to your own voice and you shudder and you're just like, oh, someone's watching my video in the other room. And I'm just like, oh no, I heard my voice. Oh, that's what I sound like. That's what people are hearing. Because what I hear and what you hear are two totally different things. So when I listen to my videos so that I can kind of get some feedback and understand what I think I said and then what I actually said, two totally different things. So I'm studying enthusiasm and I'm trying to figure out how can I make, how can I encourage people to be in, as enthusiastic as I am about their direction from God and about their connection with God? Because this is so important. What could be more important than this, friends? So write down the character defects or the character traits you want to strengthen. Write down the major decisions of your life. What is something that you have to decide? Whether it's relationship, where you're going to live, what you're going to eat, uh, who you're going to spend time with, your environments. Like that is so big. Sometimes we have to decide who is in our life and who is not in our life. And that can be one of the most painful decisions. But sometimes our, the people we surround our with, ourselves with is the reason why our devotions are not very interesting because the people distract us from devotions. If we're around devotional people, we will want to have more devotions. But if we are constantly and exclusively around people that are uh, more of, there's only two types of people in this world. You're either, you are a missionary or you're a mission field. Which one are you? You want to spend time with missionaries, but you also want to spend time with mission fields so you can reach them. But, but you want to balance how much time you're spending with each because no matter what, your influences will influence you. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. That's what Paul said. So ask yourself, like, what are the major decisions? Uh, what are questions that I have? Here's a big one people don't ask. What are the questions my friends, my family, the people I'm witnessing to, these mission fields, what questions about God do they have? And then you can study those questions. Uh, the book of Proverbs says, the righteous studieth to answer. Hmm. I'll get more into that a little bit later. But um, then when you write down those questions, that that becomes your things to study list. So then, then you're able to consult that and before studying. So when you're opening the Word of God and you're like, oh, I don't know what to study, or 
hmm, they, I don't know where to start, I don't know what to do, then you're able to just whip out first page and you're able to see this is all the list of questions, answers, decisions, and, and things that you need to study about. And you're like, oh, this is what I'm going to study today. And then you pray to God that he's going to show you and you can have a conversation with him and he reveals to you things in his word. It is amazing when you have this. Uh, and all of my students have this things to study page. I make sure this is one of the first places where people start. Create the page today if you haven't already. So t secret number four for having making your devotions so irresistibly interesting is to make a sloppy list. What you do is you create a page for every subject that you're going to study. And in that page, the first thing that you do is you kind of do like what I call like a brain dump. It's, it's creating a sloppy list. Now, when you say sloppy list, you're like, what? what? Why sloppy list? Well, the reason why is for all of you perfectionists out there, the ones who like to try to write everything down in order and sequence and, and categorize, your brain doesn't work that way. Our, our brain can only handle so much. And what ends up happening is we get these ideas and verses and, and concepts and questions all kind of floating around in our mind and they start to overwhelm them because we can't really focus on them all. They're just kind of there and then it, and it kind of overwhelms us and it makes us feel stressed out. So what you need to do, the purpose of the sloppy list is to dump all that stuff down on a piece of paper and, or, or a page. I, again, I like to use Google Docs. You, you put everything down there in no particular order. Deal with the order later, but just get it down on page as soon as you can, written form. Then your brain is able to kind of handle that. So you're writing down all the questions you have on the subject. You're writing down every verse that you have. You don't have to have the reference memorized. You don't have to put like First Peter or 1, 2. You could be like uh, present truth. Like I, I know it has present truth in it. So you just put that. They're like key words. Just something to trigger your memory so that you can remember what you're looking for, what you're talking about. And it doesn't have to, you don't have to worry about other people seeing this or it's not something you're necessarily sharing at this point. It's more so for you to just kind of brainstorm and have everything on the page. Once it's all on the page, then you're able to start well, when you have like maybe like five, ten things, you have enough that you can start to systematically just go through them and your and what I would do is I would create a numbered list um, and just do one it's like present truth two um, like study to show thyself approved okay three um, John 539 and then four you're like uh, should I study or should I read so whatever your sloppy list like I put together a sloppy list before I put together this this video to share with you and this sloppy list helped tremendously and then I organized and deleted and and that was a first step always first step of just about everything every subject that I study begins with that and then and that's going to be very helpful and then you just start systematically going through that and you replace present truth you, you could like search in a concordance or you could search on your phone you could look present truth and you're like oh that's 2nd Peter 1 12 so then you take that entire verse and you put that on your notes and you just start adding things to your notes. As soon as you do that, your life's going to change. Your devotions are going to change. God is going to start answering you. Uh, John 4, 14, 26 says that 
the Holy Spirit, which is a comforter, whom I will send in my name, he shall come. He will show you all things. He will guide you into all truth. He will bring to your remembrance whatsoever I had said unto you. So the role of the Holy Spirit is to bring to your remembrance what he has said. So this is sloppy list part is the meditating on God's word. It's tapping into the faculty of your memory. And we're not going to get into the seven faculties of the mind, but the faculty of memory is what you really need right now. And, you, and when you make that list, the Holy Spirit is talking to you and he's showing you, he's starting to answer your questions. And it's good. It's okay to write down the questions or sometimes it sounds like sometimes I approach a question and I've got a subject. I got more questions than answers. I have more doubts than, than evidences. And I'm not exactly sure what to do at first, but hey, that makes sense because the entrance of thy words giveth light. They giveth understanding to the simple. So if I don't understand something, it's because I just haven't started the word searches yet. So I just put all my questions down and then I start systematically going through answering those questions from the Bible. And again, if, if you're not sure how to find those answers or to find those verses, then sign up for Direction From God. Go to directionfromgod.com. This program will change everything. There, That's where we teach you. That's where we get hands-on. We have lessons. If you think this lesson is good, then you're going to really enjoy the program where we give you the courses and the training and the more tangible, practical steps to lead you through this process in a more systematic, step-by-step -step framework that I've used with students from all over the world. So you make that, for, tip, secret number four is make the sloppy list. That will be a game changer for you. And I said four, but I love you so much and I really want you to succeed. And I'm going to give you, I say the best for last, I'm going to give you a bonus. Fifth secret. This is a secret that people don't really talk about very much, but I find is one of the most interesting, the most captivating, the most like just effective way to make your devotions irresistibly interesting than any of the things that I've mentioned before. And that, and, and this is one that even if I say it, a lot of you are going to be like, mm, yeah, that's not me. I'm not, I'm not ready for that. But just wait. If you keep watching and you keep coming along this journey with me, I'm going to help you. My goal is to help equip you with everything you need to be all that God has called you to be. And part of that is a missionary. So tip number five is study to teach. What do I mean by that? I mean, most of you who are watching are studying to learn. Your goal of devotions is to learn God's will for your life. Learn what the Word of God says on this subject. Learn about this answer. And you just want to consume, consume, consume. But you were created for a higher purpose than that. Isaiah 43, 7 says you were called by God's name. He created you for his glory. That's why he formed you. That the reason God blesses you is that you can bless others. And it's not so that we could just take, 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 take. Like for instance, like when I first started, I was probably 16, 17. I was learning so much. I, I had quit playing video games, which was consuming so much of my time. I had a lot more free time, so I'm like, Hey, if I'm going to be a Christian, might as well, maybe, I guess I'm going to pick up the Bible. And so I start opening the Bible and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And I, I'm devouring the word of God. And the more I learn, the better my life gets. And the more I learn, the more I want to learn. And then I'm just like captivated by this. And I just want to learn more and more and more. And so 
I'm like going to school. I, I bought these 28 study guides. I bought them on a Tuesday and I had them all 28 finished by Thursday. I was thirsty, unquenchable thirst. And I, I, I remember listening, I was sitting on the couch in my mother's room, uh, which happened to be my, my bedroom too. I was living in the living room. And I was listening to a sermon about evangelism. Oh, it was so convicting. This was a turning point for me. The word of God touched my heart and I realized this strong impression was like, Enoch, you are sinning by studying too much and not sharing in proportion with what you're learning. You are being a spiritual glutton, eating too much of the bread of life and not imparting and not working off those spiritual calories for the by working for the salvation of souls. And I was like, Lord, have mercy upon me. I realized how true that was. And I'm like, I don't want to be a spiritual glutton. Lord, I, I'm willing. Like, I don't know what I have to offer. I don't know. I'm not an eloquent speaker. Like, I played hours playing video games. I played video games so much, I developed a stuttering problem because I wouldn't speak to kids at school. Uh, I, I didn't have friends that I hanged out with at school, especially that summer. I didn't really talk to my own family because I was just glued to a screen. And I had stuttering problems. And I was, I'm, I'm like naturally introverted by nature. To be here talking to you, I mean, this is the last thing that you would expect. It's only by the grace of God in studying what is relevant in Him. He, him he, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And at this moment, I, I was... I was recognizing the call of God upon my life for ministry. And I'm like, Lord, I have nothing to offer. I have wasted so many precious years of my life, 16 years of my life, just down the drain, doing nothing but self-seeking. I have no skills, talents, abilities. I have nothing. The only thing I can give you is my heart. And I, I said, Lord, I, I don't know why you would want that filthy ugly heart but I know in your word I believe your promise that a new heart will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh so father I give you my heart and I'm willing to be made willing teach me and he showed me at that moment that it was an internet ministry that led me to the Lord so why can't I use an internet ministry through you to lead others to the Lord? And then it hit me. I realized all that time that I had wasted on the computer playing video games, God is able to redeem the time and I could use some of those skills or abilities that I learned working for Satan that God was able to equip me to do what I'm doing today, to be able to share with you today in a digital age and I was like this makes sense I'm willing I'm willing to do this but it didn't mean I had the skills yet I was I'm not a naturally talented speaker I mean I share my testimony of when my embarrassing testimony when I shared my first sermon if you haven't seen that go back to October 8th and you'll see my first live video the one out of 20 this is the 21st video You'll see the first live video, and I go into more detail about my testimony of the embarrassing first sermon I ever gave. It, it, was, it was awful. It almost made me want to quit, but I'm glad I didn't quit. I persevered, and, and I knew that there was a world that needed to be encouraged. There was a world that needed the Word of God, and I was ready to 
persevere through those challenges and obstacles because I love you so much and I want to see you in the kingdom. And by God's grace, I want to walk with God as Enoch walked with God and I want to bring as many souls with me as possible. Together, let's store up treasures in heaven. Let's amass great riches in heaven and that riches being the souls, the precious infinite the, the precious souls that were bought with the infinite price of Calvary. Let's bring as many people to heaven as we can because really that's the only treasure that we'll be able to have. That's one thing in heaven that we can't do that we can do on earth and that's win souls for Christ. So I tell you this because when you study to teach, it changes everything. When you're studying to learn just for yourself and just to gather up all the knowledge that you can for yourself and it just sits there, then God does this thing where he just, he gives you some light, but then he stops because he sees that you're not using the light for its intended purpose. God said, let your light shine. We are to be a city that is set on a hill, a candle that lightens the whole house. If the world's in darkness, whose fault is it? We are the light. We're responsible for giving light to others. So when you study to teach, there's a shift that goes on in your mind. As Proverbs says, the righteous studieth to answer. They're answering objections. They're answering their own questions. They're answering concerns. They're answering questions of friends and family. The righteous studieth to answer. And Daniel chapter 12 and verse 3, it says, the wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. The wise will, um, will turn many to righteousness. And when you look at the margin for that word wise, it's the word teachers. The promise is that the teachers are going to shine as stars forever. They're turning many to righteousness through their teaching. And Daniel 11.33 says, They that understand shall instruct many. If you really want to understand the Bible, if you really want incredibly interesting devotions, you need to instruct others. Because when you teach something, you get to learn it twice. I'll say that again. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. So when you study to teach, you're going deeper. You're, you're understanding in a way that you have to explain to others because if you can't teach it, then you won't really retain it. But if, you're, if your standard is so low as to just satisfy your selfish, your, your own desire, your own interest, your own gain, and you're not thinking about, well, who can I bless with this? Who can I share with this? I'm learning so much and I want to impart to others. If your standard is so low that that's not your question, then yeah, I mean, you're going to have a low interest. You're going to have a low desire and your devotions might be a little dry and stale. And that's just what happens. But as soon as you throw in an element of evangelism in your devotions, and you're like, I'm studying because I need to give an answer to this precious soul who's asking me questions, and I need to give an answer for the reason of my hope, the reason of faith, and and then so and then you're able to because you shared your devotions, it was so life changing. It's like a light bulb turned on, and you get to see the expression, the transformation that people are having as a result of your labors because something you said changed their life forever. It's like that is so rewarding. That's what wakes me up in the morning. That's what gives me the joy and the fulfillment. That's what helps me to lay my head at night and, and feel rested and say, yes, I feel like I've accomplished something. 
and I fulfilled my purpose in life when I'm able to share with others what God has shared with me. That is what makes the devotions, my devotions, so lively, so interesting, and something that I really look forward to. If I'm just studying and I'm not sharing with other people, that's when my devotions get dry and boring and repetitive, and it's just kind of like going through the motions. But I'm telling you, friends, I'm, I'm really saving the best for last. Tip number five is to study to teach. And in the directionfromgod.com program, that's where I really go into depth and to really show you how to study to teach, how to take notes in a way that you're prepared always to give a Bible study, how to be able to extract verses and to order the verses so that when you explain to others, they get it. It's like things click in their mind and they're not pushing you away, but they're actually like, please tell me more. I need this. I'm ready. There are so many souls. The harvest truly is plenteous, but the labors are few. Thousands are going to Christless graves every day and you can do something about that. So that's why we're putting together the directionfromgod.com program because we want to help equip you with everything that you would need to be able to share with others what God has shared with you. So in summary, friends, the, the, the four secrets plus one that uh, will help you to make your devotions irresistibly interesting is number one, don't just read the Bible, study it. Number two, study what is relevant. And number three, make a page called, entitle this page, Things to Study. That's a game changer. And if you don't have that, do that right now. My appeal to you is to create that page today. It'll be worth it. Secret number four is make a sloppy list. When it's time to take a subject, make a sloppy list. Just dump everything down on pages. Don't worry about the order. We'll deal with that later. And bonus number five, my favorite, study to teach. It will change everything. So my friends, my, my appeal to you is if you are struggling with a particular habit, if you want to have a deeper relationship with God, if you want to know how that you can communicate with others, how you can share with others what you're learning in a way that they're going to be asking for more, begging for more, if you want to um, find direction from God so that you can make more educated decisions that are in harmony with heaven, that you understand God's unique will for your life, your plan and God's plan and His purpose for you, then I encourage you, go to directionfromgod.com, check that out. It's going to be well worth your time, and that's not something you're going to want to miss. Friends, I, I put a lot of time to try to make sure that you are equipped with everything that you can, and this is why I'm going live for you, and I'm super excited about this journey. I do want to say thank you for being with me. 21 live videos in order. Praise the Lord. Like, that's a gift from God. He did that. And your encouragement made the difference. Really, when you guys were saying, um, have you made your live video today yet? That was, you don't know how many times that, that saved me when I was like, nah, I don't want to do it today. And I got that message. 
that that gave me the encouragement like okay gotta do it and um, so I just want to thank you for that and your comments are so helpful I read every single one like out of all of this my favorite part is when you comment and you share this really helped me or this is my next question what do I do about that it's like one of the greatest rewards that you that I can receive the greatest compliments that you can share gifts that you can impart if these videos have been a blessing at all is the comments on the end of the videos what is something that really made a difference that really opened your eyes differently because that is going to help me to know how to help you and other people further i read these and i love hearing your comments and hearing from you so thank you for taking the time to do that if you like this video hit like it makes a difference and share this video because people need to know people need to know how to make their devotions irresistibly interesting if you don't know anyone who should learn this then don't share if you don't want your friends to learn how to make interesting devotions don't share this video but if you do hit share and tag your friends below in the comments they'll want to know this too thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it and i hope this video has shed more light on your walk with god have a great day. God bless.